fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So many years later and apparently now is the time that Monica Lewinsky asks Bill Clinton to apologize for what happened in the Oval Office oh so many years ago. So many years later. Why now? Why do I find that kind of interesting? Welcome into the show. It's a post-Labor Day Tuesday right here on the Voice of Reason broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation. Here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you so much. Happy Tuesday, and welcome into The Voice Reason, your millennial general reporting for duty, like we do every single day. Monica Lewinsky said that her scandalous affair with the president has made it difficult to actually have a job or, you know, do things or have a career, and now she's asking that she wants bill clinton to apologize for what happened all the way back when very interesting is this like a resurgence of the me too movement <laughs> i'm wondering i don't really know i mean all the me too mo- uh, movement stuff came from the mostly from the left side of the aisle so i find that kind of interesting it's the left attacking the left from all the shenanigans that they pulled so i'm waiting for them to make an apology although the clintons i don't think they've ever made an apology unless it consisted of like chopping people up and putting them in a bag and considering it suicide not sure whether we're going to get something from that one or not. Hey, welcome into the show. Great to have you today. We have a lot to get to. Uh, we have an interesting interview at the bottom of the hour. Mac Haddow, he's with the American Kratom Association. Do you know what Kratom is? I know. It's kind of an interesting topic. So we'll have him on to talk about that at the bottom of the hour on what Kratom is, what Kratom can do for you, and what kind of importance it has. Plus, today's a special day as I've been getting messages all over social media. Thank you for all the great comments. I appreciate it very much. Mrs. Voice of Reason and I's ninth year anniversary is today. So programming note to you, this is the week. It's kind of a short week for me. Today and tomorrow I'm here, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I am out MIA. We'll see you as we go and celebrate our anniversary shenanigans uh, over the this weekend. So uh, I will be gone Thursday and Friday. So we will be live today and tomorrow and then into the weekend, which makes it very difficult for me because there's something that we do every single year around this time. Obviously coming up this year, and it's a big one too. It's the 20th anniversary of September 11th in the commemoration of, and I always make a really big deal out of it. And I was planning on being here Friday to do this because I, I try to do it on September 11th. And obviously, since I'm not going to be here, tomorrow we're jam-packed with two or three guests tomorrow, so I can't do it tomorrow. So today is kind of kicking off the September 11th commemoration early. And I know I don't want to get into that somber mood already. We just came back from a great holiday. We're in a great mood, and I, I don't want to bring it up now already. At the same time, I would feel really, really bad if I didn't get to actually do my proper tribute and commemoration this year like we do every single year on the program. So... As you know, and some of you that have listened to the program for a really, really long time know that I like to do this. Everybody mourns different ways. Everybody gives tributes in different ways. Every culture, everybody just, you know, has to process things in a little bit different manner. And back in college, when I was working with the college Republicans, we put together a, a an event that actually broke record for like a, a group event on university grounds. This, this was at Bowling Green State University in Ohio. It was my freshman year we got there, and... Uh, that would have been, I don't remember what year that would have been from 9-11, but it would have been a ways afterwards. 
but obviously, but uh, we had an event that was held on campus and it was outside of sporting events. It was the largest event on campus grounds in like 20 years or something. We broke the record. And during that different that event, I put together along with a few other individuals, we put together a slideshow presentation that was like 20 minutes long on a tribute to 9-11, and it had pictures, and it had the audio, and it had some really intense stuff, and it, it obviously made everybody cry. It was very emotional, very type of thing. But that was my way, being the artsy kind of video and audio type of guy that I am in radio and in TV, that was my way of giving back to be able to contribute in our commemoration. Well, obviously now we do actually have video now with on TV stations and and on our live streaming. And I I think I should start putting this together as a video as well, although I have not done so yet. So maybe by next year we can work on that. We can actually put this on as a video production. But I did put together, it's about a seven minute long audio bit of my way of being able to tribute to the September 11th commemoration like everybody else. Everybody, again, has their own way to tribute and, and say thank you and 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 to pray for everybody that was affected. And this year being a big one with 20 years into this, I don't want to not do anything, even though we're almost a week out or earlier this week. It's it's a little early for it, but at the same time, I think it's important. So I guess we can get the ball rolling with it and start early. And I guess be the first show in the country to actually do a 9-11 commemoration this week as we lead up to the 20th anniversary. But as I mentioned, it's about a seven minute audio bit and it's the story of 9-11 from beginning of it to during to afterwards as well as the pre, during, and post 9-11 on what's happened. It's a tearjerker. It can be if you've never heard it before. Some of you may have heard this before as well, uh, and I've kind of tweaked a little bit of it. So this is the Voice of Reasons 9-11 commemoration right here on the program, giving our tribute to what happened just 20 years ago on September 11, 2001. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. I saw a big, I heard a boom walked up and there was a big ball of fire. I'm now looking north at the World Trade Center. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers. The pieces of the building were flying down. All of this was brought upon us in a single day. Here, that there's any kind of a, an effort up there yet. Now remember, oh my God, that looks like a second plane. And night fell on a different world, a world where freedom itself is under attack. There's another one, another plane just hit. <gasps> on September the 11th, enemies of freedom committed an act of war against our country. That just exploded. We I just saw another plane coming in from the side. Americans have known wars, but for the past 136 years, they have been wars on foreign soil. It's horrible. It's, I, I, I can't even describe it. Americans have known the casualties of war. You can hear the fire engines and the emergency, emergency crews behind me. Americans have known surprise attacks, but never before on thousands of civilians. Tremendous explosion as it hit the Pentagon. I looked right, I looked over, and the smoke started coming up. Pieces of the plane were, and pieces of the Pentagon were falling onto the 14th Street, onto the Shirley Highway. This just in, you were looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center. Apparently a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center in New York. Now running away very, very quickly, there are more explosions further down the building. So this looks like it is some sort of a concerted 
effort to attack the World Trade Center that is underway. This is so shocking, of course, to everybody watching. I, I've never seen anything like it. It literally blew itself into World Trade Center. And the Pentagon is being evacuated. There is a large fire there, and that is the smoke you see in the shot that you are looking at now. It appears that an aircraft of some sort did hit the side of the Pentagon. It's a very haunting description that Bob Kerr just gave of that low-flying aircraft near the White House, and one can only wonder if that was something that ultimately ended up in the Pentagon. There has just been a huge explosion. We can see uh, a billowing smoke rising, and I can't, I'll, I'll tell you that I can't see that second tower. Can we just saw a live picture of what seemed to be a portion of the building falling away. Only one tower is standing. The other has collapsed. The whole side has collapsed. The whole building has collapsed. The whole building has collapsed. The building has collapsed. Big bang. And then we saw smoke coming out and everybody started running out and we saw the plane on the other side of the building and there was smoke everywhere and people are jumping out the windows. Over there they're jumping out the windows, I guess because they're trying to see themselves. I don't know. And there's you can see perhaps the second tower, the front tower the top portion of which is collapsing. Good Lord. Body parts all over the place. I mean, this is just, I feel like I was in a movie. There's a, there's a haze everywhere. It's very, very difficult to see, but there has been a, a whole area has been covered by foot and ash. The second building just fell. At least five or six, and uh, it was it was absolutely terrible. Obviously, they had two choices, to be burned into in flames or to, uh, leap and end it all. Debris continues to fall and to rain on the people below. There are people hanging from the windows, 90 stories up, and a number of bodies have actually hit the pavement. There's some really crazy people in this world. Uh, this is just not uh, too many innocent people. People were jumping off the building. Have you ever seen anything like this? Absolutely not. I've seen at least 10 people fall to their death. The pieces of the building were flying down. It's horrible. It's, I, I, I can't even describe it. What did she happen? The whole building just fell. The second building that was hit by the plane has just completely collapsed. The Twin Tower, it's some 110 stories high. It's starting to fall apart. The evidence we have gathered all points to a collection of loosely affiliated terrorist organizations known as Al-Qaeda. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Let me say to the families who lost loved ones on 9-11 that we have never forgotten your loss. Beyond the boundaries of your city's lights Stand the heroes waiting for your cries So many times you did not bring this on yourself but only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. They will hand over the terrorists, or they will share in their fate. 
Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. We passed over a destroyed land. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. You who have not seen it do not know what hell looks like from the top. I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. I've got one thing to say. We got him! Proud of the guys that were willing to go out there and, and take care of business. We have caught and compromised to a permanent end Osama bin Laden. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Thank you. Good night. And God bless America. All right, there it is. Our Voice of Reason tribute. September 11, 2001. It's a hard one. It's a hard one to listen to. We'll have to make that into a video production here as we continue on here with our video stuff in the Hoosier Media Network. Lots more coming up. We'll talk about that and more as we come right around the corner here on a Tuesday on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know, what's really concerning to me is as we talk about September 11th and get ready for the weekend, the 20th anniversary of September 11th, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it's been 20 years already. I was, everybody can remember exactly where they were. The problem is, though, is that now we have younger generations that don't quite remember. Generations that weren't around at that time. Think about that for a second. We have young adults coming up now that don't remember the September 11th issue. And to me, that's a major concern. Because if you don't remember about the threats of terrorism, then you're doomed to repeat. Kind of History is doomed to repeat itself unless you actually remember it and learn from it and actually move forward from it and actually adapt to it. And I'm not talking about the, the war in the Middle East. Obviously, people agree, disagree, whether it should have happened, shouldn't have happened. I'm not going down that road today. We don't have enough time for that kind of conversation. But what I will say is that the event itself, and again, conspiracy theories, people believe, you know, it was the government itself, it was Bush, it was, you know, Halliburton, whatever, whatever else they want to say. Um, I don't like to go down that road either because I don't like to disrespect the lives that were lost that day. What I do focus on is the fact that it did happen. We do know individuals that were tied to it, whether they were paid from it or whether they came up with it themselves. Something happened, and it was terrible and horrible. And now we have a war that has been ended, quote-unquote. I say that in air quotes because I really don't know that it's actually ended. I think it's just on pause right now until they do something stupid because now you have China and Russia going through all of our military uh, gear that we left behind. And, you know, I think the military left it behind on intention, or at least the Biden administration left it behind with intention. I'm like, oh, that's the old stuff. We're going to upgrade now. So, oh, darn, I guess we just can't take it with us. And uh, kind of when you move and you have all the old stuff, you're like, I really don't want to take this back with me because I can just get new things. And so you just leave it behind in the old house. <laughs> you do a garage sale, whatever's not there, you just take it to Goodwill or you just leave it in the house. And I think that's what the Biden administration did with a lot of those weapons that were left in Afghanistan. But now we have a strengthened military in Afghanistan that is run by terrorists like the Taliban, according to Joe Biden, and ISIS or ISIS-K, the Delta variant of ISIS apparently too, where they're running together. They now have a stronger military than the country of Australia. That's something to think about. And they're working with China and with Russia, two of our kind of sort of try to be allies, but not really allies in the world that are our two strong powerhouses trying to challenge us. Isn't that nice? Then you look at the raw materials and the precious metals that are in Afghanistan that we didn't mind that now China is doing so as well. $3 trillion worth of like gold, silver, and titanium and everything else that they're getting out there. That's nice as well. So we've emboldened them. We have strengthened them. And now we're coming up on the 20th anniversary. God forbid something else happened like that again. But I don't know. And I know it's a few days out yet, but it, it, I know that the military is on high alert. I know that our uh, national security, homeland security is on high alert. But look at where we've come from 20 years from now. We've gone from a lot of freedom to now you get, you know, almost strip shirts searched every time you go onto an airplane. We have a department, a brand new department that was never there 20 years ago. Department of Homeland Security was not there before, but now is. We had the Patriot Act that finally like expired a couple of years ago, but the repercussions of that has just opened Pandora's box to a lot more security, a lot more censorship, a lot more monitoring and collecting of your metadata and, and just information on social media and your phone and your email and the websites that you go to and everything else that you may have, your smart vehicles. You're watched and monitored all the time, and it's gone from something where like, oh my gosh, this has never been done before to, well, this is kind of just a normal way of life. 
Imagine the evolution or devolution, if you want to call it that, that we've gone through over the last 20 years in society because of that single incident that happened on September 11th of 2001. What a different world. Divisive-wise, we had people in elected office now that say that 9-11 was something that somebody did and it was just something that we just need to look past and we need to get over it and stop the hatred from one religion or the idea ideology or another. Uh, and we have literal people that just don't get it, never been around it, didn't experience it, and now they're trying to blow it off and just ignore it. A young generation that just doesn't... Now, every generation has theirs that they'll never forget of what happened or where they were when it happened. The question is, the young generation that didn't experience that, what's theirs going to be? And when will that one happen? Because they're going to have something memorable happen to them here, and I think it's going to be relatively soon. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. I, I saw the news headline. Apparently on Thursday, Joe Biden's going to be giving an announcement to try and continue to fight COVID-19. We'll see what he has to say. But according to the uh, Daily Mail, it's a six-pronged plan where you could expect more vaccine mandates, school policies, mask mandates, Maybe a shutting down to the economy. Who knows? I mean, apparently it worked so well the first time. we got to do it again a second time. So we'll look forward with uh, bated breath on that one of what Joe Biden's going to do. If he can remember what he's talking about. That's the, <laughs> the big question. Welcome into the show. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason and common sense into that five pound bag because we have a little bit of time and a lot of things to get to. So we'll try and do that. And as we talk about that, let's jump into the latest and what's trending. What's trending today? So as you know, we've talked a lot about personal health, especially with COVID. I think uh, health issues and personal health and trying to be healthy and trying to actually do the right thing for health has been kind of on the mind for a lot of individuals. And we've talked about, you know, the, the lifestyles or dietary changes or ways to try and fight back against some of the policies and some of the crazy mandates that have gone on in the nation uh, and still yet take health responsibly and personally and actually be healthy on your own. There's a certain item that is frowned upon at the federal level, and I don't quite know why. Now, I don't know much about it, although I have to admit we have used it. As you know, my wife has lupus, and she's got a lot of pain, and we have a lot of flare-ups, a lot of issues that we deal with. And instead of taking pain medication all the time, there's other things that have actually done relatively well in actually helping this, and that is Kratom. 
Any, show of fans, anybody know what Kratom actually is about? I know, neither am I. So I'm excited to have on to talk a little bit about this on what the heck is it. Uh, the latest fight with the FDA. Can we actually make this a mainstream product, which I think we need? Because if I remember correct, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, that it's somewhat of a natural medicine. This is, He's the senior fellow for the public policy uh, senior fellow on public policy for the American Kratom Association, Mr. Mac Haddow with us. Mac, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. First off, a lot of people may not have heard about Kratom. I know very little about it. We have Kratom at home. I've used. I've never used it, but my wife uses it on occasion when she has pain. I know there's a tons of different types of Kratom, but you got to go to like special shops and like, you know, hey, you know, I need some of that behind the back door if you know what I'm talking about here. Uh, with the Kratom, for those that may not know what it is, what in the world is Kratom? Well, Kratom is a natural plant that is grown in Southeast Asia and now uh, is being grown in some of the areas in the United States that will support its growth. Have to be tropical uh, uh, climates with a lot of water. Uh, we're seeing in Hawaii and in Florida where there are sustainable kratom uh, plantations that are being planted. And your wife is one of probably 12 to 15 million people in America who use kratom at various levels, uh, some just for recreational purposes, like you would a cup of coffee in the morning to give you an energy boost and increased focus. About a third of the kratom consumer population uses it because it helps reduce anxiety and smooth out your mood. And then a final third, and it's a growing segment, are those that are using it for acute and chronic pain. And that is where the F steps in. They hate any natural product that is used by people to manage acute and chronic pain because they want those individuals to have to submit to a physician's review and then get a prescription for a new drug application approved product by the FDA. <laughs> uh, we, it, it goes counter to everything that we know about medicinal plants for centuries but the FDA is hell-bent in order to restrict the freedom of the American people to make their informed, intelligent decisions. The only problem with Kratom in the United States today is that because of the FDA's failure to regulate it, there are some unscrupulous vendors that are mixing Kratom with dangerous substances, adulterating it, and that does lead to adverse outcomes or deaths. Sure. And the FDA likes to point to Kratom every time that happens and say, oh, that's a Kratom death. No, it is not. It, Kratom, when it's used responsibly and safely, is a product that can help people uh, maintain their health and well-being. I'm really glad you mentioned that. Over the last year with COVID, as I mentioned, I think a lot of people have really focused on personal health, trying to make themselves better and, and not do it through, like you mentioned, submitting to the healthcare industry. If you go to the doctor, you get prescribed a whole bunch of pharmaceutical pills that are really the synthetic remake of a natural plant or herb. And uh, with with my company, with the Hoosier Media Network and, and Mrs. Voice of Reason, who's had to deal with lupus and who's had to deal with medical issues, we've gone down this massive rabbit hole on natural plants and herbs and remedies. And this year, for the first time in our backyard, we've started a medical herbal garden that we've had. Uh, and I tell you, it's amazing. I've never seen the response to, you know, when I've had a cold or allergies or sinuses or anything, to drink herbal teas from just roots and plants and leaves in the backyard and, and make myself better. So that's what Kratom is. It's a natural thing. Now, uh, when the pushback comes, what is it? Is it because, like, some of it can give you is like... Can it be hallucinogenic? Is it only if you mix certain things with it? Like, what does it actually do to you? Well, Kratom has uh, about 40 alkaloids in it, two of which are known as primary alkaloids that have activity at the mu opioid receptor in the brain, which many common 
consumer substances do. Cheese is one of them. Uh, Noxalone, which is the antidote to, uh, to opioid overdoses, also hits the new opioid receptor. So it can be a good thing for that to happen. The way that Kratom's alkaloids operate is they're known as partial agonists, which means that they, when they hit the mu opioid receptor in the brain, they do one thing, not three things. The one thing they do is that they trigger an analgesic response so that people see relief of pain. And they have, it, it, along with that, the mood, uh, the mood effects where it, it reduces anxiety. It does not go to the uh, center of the brain under the mu opioids that are the reinforcing uh, highs that people get uh, with traditional opioids. Nor, and this is the most important thing, does it travel to the respiratory system, which accounts for the vast majority of opioid overdoses because opioids literally suffocate you. And none of those things happen with, the, uh, with Kratom. And the one thing that the FDA repeats over and over again, and it's not true, is that they say that Kratom is dangerously addictive. The National Institutes on Drug Abuse did their own independent studies using the gold standard of animal studies that are used by all scientists to determine whether or not any substance has a dangerous addiction liability. They did two independent concurrent studies. Both concluded that Kratom has no significant addiction liability, like a signature opioid product would. And most importantly, they discovered that there was actually a reduction in the craving by the test animals for the reference drug in the study, which in that case happened to be morphine. And that validated the anecdotal reports that the NIDA had received that people were using Kratom in order to reduce the use of opioids in order to manage acute and chronic, chronic pain and, in a very beneficial way, reduce the potential for overdose deaths. And when that information was made available to NIDA, uh, they then went to the U.S. Congress, and the U.S. Congress agreed with them, and there's report language for the last three years in the appropriations bill encouraging more research, and now NIDA has funded almost $30 million, encouraging people to use it where it's beneficial. And you have only the FDA that sits there on their little island as the great arbiters of saying, oh, no, no, we need to have this banned because, and this is the unknown, because, and fill in the blank, does it because they don't like dietary supplements and natural products? The answer to that is yes. Is it because they may be stocking for some pharma company that wants to create a synthetic version of Kratom and they won't do that until they get rid of the natural product? I think that's probably true too. So they have lots of, of subcurrents of agendas have nothing to do with the health of the American people and then everything to do with expanding their regulatory authority over the people and people making their own independent choices and informed choices about their health and well-being. Yeah, it's so frustrating and angering. We're talking with Mac Hanna with the American Kratom Association. You can find them online, AmericanKratom.org. Will we ever be able to win over the FDA on these? And I'm just talking about Kratom, but just in general on natural and, and medicinal herbs and stuff to actually win them over to do more research and accept it again. I know you guys have been fighting the FDA. You guys submitted like 50,000 comments to the FDA about Kratom and how the benefits are there. But in general with a natural plant, will we ever be able to win over this government agency or is it so tied into just the big pharma, oh, let's just kill it off and make the synthetic version so that way we can pop a pill and make a profit? I mean, is that so overwhelming that it's kind of a lost cause? Well, I believe we've already won over the scientists at the FDA or most of them because science speaks powerfully about the safety of Kratom and mm -hmm. its potential beneficial impacts on people's health. 
What we haven't done, and we will not, in my judgment, be able to do, is overcome the decades-long entrenched view by the FDA that they get to dictate, from a regulatory standpoint, what people use in order to maintain their health and well-being. We will never win that battle, and that's why Congress has to do for Kratom what they did for dietary supplements and vitamins, which is enact a law that says that the FDA has very limited authority over the decisions by the American people about the products that they're going to use in the dietary supplement and in the vitamin field. If the FDA had had their way, they would have they would have banned all dietary supplements and vitamins. Today, it's a $53 billion industry employing hundreds of thousands of people. But more importantly, dietary supplements and vitamins are used by more than 80% of American households in order to maintain their health and well-being, to build their immune systems. And in COVID-19, you saw a dramatic spike in the number of people who were using dietary supplements in order to boost their immune systems. Yeah. It is what American people do that are resourceful, that are informed, and they do things to protect themselves. And the FDA isn't in that game. They want to punish people, and in this case, want to criminalize millions of people in America uh, from using Kratom and put them in jail rather than let them exercise their freedoms. Yeah, no, of course not. They're all pushing about whatever's going to make the most profit, which is why hydroxychloroquine was demonized, ivermectin's now being demonized, even the push on you know vitamin D deficiencies, vitamin C, vitamin K, K1 or K2, whatever it is, all being demonized because it's really bad. You can't be doing that. There's no evidence, even though we won't show any evidence or do research on it, there's no evidence showing that it can actually help with COVID or boosting your immune system. It's the American Kratom Association, AmericanKratom.org. Mac, I really appreciate the information on this. I love it. We got to get you back on the show again real soon. Well, let me just ask one other thing for every one of your listeners. Go to ProtectKratom.org and sign your comment to say no to the FDA banning Kratom. ProtectKratom.org. I love that, Mac. We're going to get you back on. I want to talk more about this at length because it's a great topic and we need to continue to push these natural remedies. Mac, I appreciate that very much, my friend. We'll take a break, wrap up the show today here on a Tuesday on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. 
Nation, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I tell you, the more I learn about the CDC and the FDA and how they absolutely despise natural remedies and actually, you know, being healthy on your own, not going to the doctor, not taking prescription medications, not actually just doing the synthetic thing. Uh, When you actually try and go off and do your own thing and how much they hate it, how they despise it. The more I learn about it and the more stories I hear about it, the angrier I get. Because it's ridiculous. You would think that you'd try to promote that as much as possible. And then for the you know few that fall between the cracks sort of thing, then you kind of turn towards that opportunity. But no, it's or you just have the option of all of it and just the smorgasbord, baby, pick and choose. But then you start to realize it's all about the control. It's all about the money. It's all about the power. And I'm not one of those that's like all conspiratorial, like, oh, the system's against us. But man, the system's kind of against us when it comes to our own personal health care. And it's harder and harder to actually make yourself healthy, which is why... We've done the things that we're doing, and we're starting things that we're doing. So there's a couple reasons why we have a very special Voice of Reason guest on the program right now. And I don't do this often, but every once in a while, we have this guest on. And it's for two reasons. Number one is to give a little update on the Hoosier Media Network and some of the stuff that we're working on. Number two, it's also our ninth year wedding anniversary. Now, the national I read a story this morning that said the national average for marriages in the nation is 8.2 years. And we've officially crushed it, baby. So, had to have her on the program, Mrs. Voice of Reason, right now. Mrs. Voice of Reason, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, darling. We've made it past the national average. Woohoo! All right. Well, I mean, that's just the beginning. So, we got a long ways to go on that front. But it's crazy how low that's dropped. You would think it would be like a 20 year average or something. You would think. But in this day and age, commitment is something and work ethic um, don't come easy. And that's what marriage takes is commitment and work ethic. Yeah. Well, it's been a long haul. Now, I can say that we've been married for nine years, but we've actually been together a lot longer. Being uh, For those that don't know our story, yes, it's a sob story. You know, of course, the nice little sweet story of uh, being high school sweethearts. And so we've been together, together, what, like 12, 15 years now? 16. 16? Yeah. Yeah. So we've been we've been there for a while, just officially married for, for nine now. So... That's correct. I can go with that. I like it. (laughs) Now, uh, in the last segment, we teased a little bit, and I know you listened to part of it with the American Kratom Association. You use Kratom, don't you? Because I I know that you use a lot of stuff based on your pain management and stuff that you do for your lupus, but you use Kratom. Yes. Um, Red Bolly is my favorite for it has the strongest uh, and most powerful, um, how do I say this, uh, pain relief effect. Mm. Um, Almost as an opioid, but not with all the side effects. And it's amazing um, because all I need is when I'm going through a really bad lupus flare or a fit or a kidney stone even, just a few Kratom pills. I mean, you know, you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to make sure it's measured outright. If you take your health in your own hands, you need to be cautious. 
but it works wonders. And I will never, ever, 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 even if it was given to me by doctors, which it was hundreds of times, I will not take of you know, Vicodin or Percocet or an opiate of that nature um, because it messes with my stomach. It's got horrible side effects. Mm. It makes you feel horrible. It makes your brain foggy. And the Kratom doesn't do that, but it helps relieve that pain. It's not like a hallucinogen. So it's not like a pot thing either where it makes you all loopy and kind of, you know, like drugged up no. kind of thing. It's nothing like that either. No. And it feels a lot like as if someone took a Vicodin or a Percocet and something that the, their doctor gave them. It's just with all that, without all the nasty side effects. And what's really good is it takes a lot to overdose on one of those. It takes a lot of powder. Now you don't need a lot or capsules. However you take it, some people prefer tea, others prefer capsules. So it just kind of depends, but no, I was very impressed with um, your interview prior and um, I'm very glad that you had them on, on your show. Yeah, it's interesting. We're going to talk more about that and try and get them back on again soon. We've got about 45 seconds here, but with that, I mean, obviously you and I, we've done a lot of big changes lately with some dietary changes and starting this Hoosier Media Network, but part of that Hoosier Media Network is the Hoosier Health as well. In about 30, 45 seconds, I mean, you're kind of running with the Hoosier Health side of it, making yourself better and helping individuals have that resource to do that as well. What can, just a little teaser, yeah. what can people expect from our Hoosier Media Network and the Hoosier your health branch. I am so excited. I am curing my lupus. I am helping others with autoimmune dis disorders and diseases. Um, I feel like I'm actually really contributing. I'm going to be making a series. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even know where to start. There's so much happening. Um, a series of videos, um, almost cooking step by step, what you need to do, why you need to take it, how you take that. A lot of people say, well, eat this. But OK, but what does it do and why or how? Just the most basic fundamentals like and how it. to incorporate it into your daily life. So that is something that I, I think really needs to be honing on. And I am so excited to share all the stuff I've learned um, over the last few years. All the great um, info. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help empower others to take their health into their hands and to, and to be better. Yeah. Who's your health? With, yeah. Who's your health with the Hoosier Media Network? Lots more to come on that. Just a little teaser of what's to come. Happy anniversary, Mrs. Voice of Reason. We love you. We'll get you back on again here soon. Until then, I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice of Reason, and we'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.